coming to you from beautiful Santa Barbara, California. Promoting peace, healthy living, and happiness. It's the Peace Podcast with host Barbara Gon Mueller. Hi, I'm Barbara Gon Mueller. And I am absolutely delighted that you joined us for the peacepodcast.org. As you know, we are here to help you with your health, happiness, and peaceful living. And how does that all begin? What if we've had a childhood that didn't really meet the standards of health, happiness, and peace? What if our childhood put us on the streets? What if we didn't have somebody there who loved us, who cuddled us? who took care of us. Along comes Carol Kirchman. Carol Kirchman, who is a wonderful advocate for children of the streets. Imagine a peacemaker, excuse me, a peacemaker who started Peacemakers Core Association in 1997 to support and promote peace and to teach children of the streets how to remodel, resolve, and live more fruitfully on the streets. Not only does she work with children, and she was so excited we could hardly start our beginning of our meeting today, because she was talking to a woman who was working with displaced children, horrified children. That's not fair. It's not fair to have children be horrified. It's just not fair. And I was, when I was a little girl, I said to my mother, you know all I want on this earth, mom? I want every child to be safe. And if every child's safe, then we can't have war. We can't have sex trafficking. And I'm really a little kid saying all of this. And my mother says, that's a good idea. But now this Miss Carol Kretschmann, she not only works with children, she works with law enforcement to engage them peace in the streets. What a concept to have peace in the streets. And I know so many children, when they're in the streets, they get taken care of in a wrong way. So Carol, without further ado, I want to welcome you. I want to thank you. And I want to tell you how much I admire your work. Oh, thank you so much, Barbara. And so thank you for having me today. And uh, what would you like me to tell this wonderful group that you've assembled all these years? A little bit about what I, how we got here? Well, you had a, a pre-conference with me, and you talked about Desmond Tutu, that you had met him. Nelson Mandela. Oh, Desmond Tutu's my dear I friend. Mean, so I met Tutu also. Met? He was in the room. He was one. Yeah, when 1995 came around, I was at the UN for about seven years as a volunteer running a charity called the Friends of the UN. And it was the 50th anniversary, and it was our responsibility to put together an event in San Francisco for the charter signing of the UN Charter, which was in San Francisco. So our, our, our role was to produce an event around three Nobel Peace Prize winners. One of them was Bishop Tutu, the other one was the President of Ireland. I can never remember her name, it's just terrible. And uh, Nelson Mandela. And after the, day, the afternoon of the panel, I had a chance, I was hosting the reception to speak one-on-one with the the Prime Minister Mandela. And I was fascinated because I have always been in the children's business, not always, but I did a lot of, a lot of my life has been in children's businesses where I ran ice skating rinks 
in bowling centers. I owned the ice capades at one time. I mean, I was really involved with women's skating and, and youth. And I was fascinated at how he was able to take apartheid and move it to a togetherness so quickly. And he started to explain to me about restorative justice and what restorative justice really means, which is to get two people together who don't like each other or have been angry with each other and discuss things that they have in common, things that make them human beings. And it becomes a, a bridge. And so I, I thought about that and I thought about what we were doing at the Friends of the United Nations, which was sort of a bridge. We are a PR organization that allowed civil society, as you, uh, you and I are called, to know what was going on at the UN, because it was very opaque at the time. Still, you know, it's gone, gone its both ways. But I wanted to do something for you. So I thought that that was the call to action for me, was to take the populations that I knew and learned from, from the ice skating and roller rinks that I ran, and figured out how can we get them to talk to one another so instead of having violence on the street, you had peace on the streets. And peace in the streets is the most important thing that we can do around the globe because it's granular. It's how you live at home. It's how you interact with your neighbors and your friends. And it's just such a kind of a blind spot that we don't think about it very often. And over the years, I thought the best way into the 21st century is to take the children who are learning technology and convert that technology into ways for them to communicate their stories, not just to their friends or their family, but eventually to the entire world. And that was what I decided to do when I started the Peacemaker Corps in 1997 was to open the door to every child in the world to tell their story and have a place where people can actually see it or hear it. Well, I'm sure the internet has assisted you in this progress that you have made in 25 years. I was at the 50th anniversary in San Francisco with my late husband, Dr. Robert Mueller, and there were so many fabulous projects going on. I wish I would have had my brains on then to say hi so I could meet you, but now I get to meet you 25 years later on the 75th anniversary of the United Nations. Yes, it is. And we have become an official partner, my little NGO this year became the official partner and the official film festival for the 75th anniversary of the United Nations. Congratulations. I think we're probably made with a few NGOs that have ever made that right that leap. I mean, it, we're doing it through the Office of Partnership and, and Will Kennedy has been wonderful. And last year's event at the UN, I, I, I just want to skip to, you know, all the hardship and sorrow and everything we've gone through and all the wonderful people that have come and helped us build this uh, film festival from uh, literally almost a handful of films in 2014 to films that have come in from 31 countries in 2019. And this year we've already gotten films from all places that are looking at the coronavirus and how youth is being um, robbed of their childhood, number one, because they're living through panic and fear that's coming from the elders that are around them that are supposed to keep them safe. Not all of them have that, but in a general 
says that's the how it is and now you have the fear that comes from not having a job having people die around you losing not just your grandparent which you are used to by then but you know local people people that used to teach you whatever no one in this world has ever had to as a child deal with death as much as this generation is dealing with so my office my board and i decided that if we open up a separate depart division for the film festival and have it for children who are living in pandemic or this right now this summer who have nothing else to do they may not be going back to school we don't know what's going to be like in sweden it's you know they say it's, it's it's cresting here it's slowing here the reality it's covering the earth and we reached the earth with our film festival mm -hmm. so i am calling all youth under 18 to make a video and tell us what it's like to live in a pandemic now do well, they have a certain timeline do they have a 15 minutes they can make it for how long is it a video now we only get we ask the films to be between one and five minutes great okay one to five minutes and then what website would they go to to get more information because there's a lot of people who are going to want to enter this well it's psgff all right and psgff is an acronym for peace in the street global film festival and you can locate it on apple apps and and google play and even if you have a BlackBerry, like I do, I'm an old-fashioned gal, you can get it on any Android device. So you could buy a cheap ZTE phone, a Samson pad, things that your parents get that get, you know, giveaways when they, you know, big companies, you know, go to Verizon or something. Everybody has a smart device in their house that they can get their hands on. And all they have to do is in this pandemic is talk to their friends and come up with an idea and look zoom can help them and anyway they have skype zoom phone calls it'll be a way for them to spend a little time this summer thinking to send a little message of how they survived to send a little message of what it's like in this moment in time i remember when i was member of a peace group and we were we made a time capsule this is like a time capsule except it will last forever because they're making a snapshot of what's going on right now you're listening to carol kretschmann this woman is incredible she was introduced to me by my dearest friend nancy Nancy, Nancy, Nancy. Nancy is a woman who has been working so hard for peace. And every time I turn around, she introduces me to somebody who I need to know right now. So with that, she came into my life and all of a sudden she started talking about a global film festival. Then she started talking about the need for the enforcement law enforcement agencies to be involved with our kids in the street. And as I listened to her, I realized, wait a minute, you don't promote peace, tolerance, and all of the other things unless you take care of those kids in the street right now. So am I on the right path for your capsulizing your work? Well, we've actually captured the, the Department of Justice, as difficult as that sound. And uh, they allow me to write a story for them every on their Christmas uh, newsletter they send to everybody right. around country about how mentorship and working with the kids is a really important part of what a, a law enforcement should be doing and we work with them we work with HUD we we, we really want to create mentors 
out of adversaries. That's our that makes goal. a lot of sense. Mentors out of adversaries. And you were talking about, well, did you begin this with people talking who are on the same page, how all of a sudden they realize they have a lot more in common than their disagreements? Oh, absolutely. When we did the original brought warring gangs and kids from suburbs into the mall and sat around the table and started to talk in the old fashioned way, the telephone game, we used to whisper in somebody's ear. And after you go around the table, it's totally different than what you said. And it's funny and everybody laughs. And all of a sudden you start to think about, well, maybe I'm not listening very well. And then we did the, 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 the uh, talking stick that was uh, created by the Navajos that you can only talk when you have the stick, which meant that people had to, around, sitting around the table had to Those listen. Those who hold the stick are the talkers. That's it. That's the way it was. And we learned what youth needs to know in order to make a better life for themselves, even if they're close to being on the streets. And on the streets is a, is a global message because at every place in the world, whether you have a dirt, a dirt path or an asphalt seven lane highway, everybody has a street, everybody walks it, and everybody has to have a way to get along. And one of the things I'm really hoping that we can reach this youth that have become a time capsule. And that's exactly, I was looking for a word. I'm glad you mentioned that, Barbara, because I think of what we're collecting is an anthropological time capsule of actual little kids showing you their home and where they're living and what's going on in their lives from all over the world. By the end of this year, we'll have thousand, a thousand pieces of content. And so eventually, I hope maybe the UN Association of Civilizations would take it on, on an intellectual basis, and say, oh, this is what the kids are thinking about in 2015, and this is what they're thinking about in 2020, and, you know, there's a there's an arc there. They there's a lot of um, uh, good information when, in these films. There's, to me, it seems like not only is it a time capsule, but it's a message that we might be able to help these kids who are creating these films with our support. And since you're working with the United Nations, you have that vehicle to, with ambassadors and from all the countries around the world to begin something major. Um, I, I want to just repeat your website. Is it www.psgff.com? Uh, .com.org. Okay, yes. Better.org. Uh-huh. Because I want people to be able to see your films. You sent me a couple of uh, links to some films that I saw, and I thought, this is amazing what you are able to do to engage these youth in a way that, which they're loving because they're technology savvy. They're not like, you know, saying, oh, well, how do I do that? No, they know what oh, to they do. They know how to do it. They know how to do it. And they nobody's ever asked them to use it for a way that, kind of puts a uh, period on that wherever they are it shows them in their life their life matters and that's what i love about this because it gives them the credibility that their life matters and if it's on film then we know it matters i was thinking about what you said you used to do with ice links ice rinks rather and skating rinks i got my technology down for roller skating i was a roller skater in san diego in my youth and in my teenage years, and I met more people through roller skating. 
um, it's it's amazing if you have something in common, if whether it's roller skating, whether it's eating um, Hungarian cooking, whatever, it gives you a way to begin a conversation. And I think that's what you're all about. Absolutely. And and when I what I learned from the roller skating rink that I built in South Central Los Angeles, which opened in 1979, uh -huh. was that you could give it was all African American clientele at that time. Mm -hmm. Now it's now now we got all the rappers there. I mean that that business that I started in in eighty is still open. It's never closed its doors, and it's always been the heart and soul of black roller skating. And I'm a roller skater, and I used to rollerblade. Oh, I love roller skating. Yeah. Let's roller skate together. I agree. I think Nancy and I <laughs> talked about doing that when we were in Esalen in one of those hot tubs. Uh -huh. We were going to roller skate across the country or something. Oh, you're country. like the Peace Pilgrim. She walked across the country for peace. We'll roller skate across the country. Absolutely. But right. you were right on what you just recapped. That's exactly what we're doing. We are opening the world to these young people because with their story that they can make, they have become part of the dialogue of the world. Oh, you know, there's so many fabulous punchlines here. The dialogue of the world through the eyes of the children. The exactly. children who are making these films, it's not adults saying, come over here and pretend that you love this product. They're saying, give me the reality of your day. Give me a little reality of your situation. And let me tell you how much I honor you by playing it for the world. It's quite an amazing attack you're doing to help. And I'm saying attack because you're attacking the street children. You're giving them an opportunity to live more fully and not be attacked, let's say, by their gangs or whatever's out there. And um, I, we're about out of time for this beautiful, I could talk to you for the next hour and a half, but what would you like to finish with today? What would you like your dream for the world? And how would you like to end today's conversation? Although this is just really the beginning. Right. I think that our new view of having this conad virus is that we really need to call to action that it's time to save our world future now we this is the call to future and that's for the and invest in youth that means you think about them i'm not talking about just money i'm talking about invest time invest in interest invest in the fact that they are our future and they will lead us if we help them to the right place. And I think also nature is leading us. Nature gave us this pause. You know, how many people have said, well, I can't stop going to work. I can't stop doing what I'm doing. And all of a sudden we have stopped doing what we were doing. It's a time, and I'm gonna add this to your little um, ideas for new beginnings, new <laughs> beginnings, not new, old ordinary ways but new beginnings and i see this as nature's way because nature doesn't argue with each other those trees support each other and it we support nature if we support nature nature will support us and carol i have so much admiration for what you're doing my passion is the children. I was a teacher first before I became um, involved with peace and married Robert, but I was a teacher and that room was our little cocoon where we were safe and you could tell me anything and we would have a little grocery store so they could learn how to write checks, buy food that was going to nourish them, not just fill them up. And all of a sudden that cocoon 
expanded and all the other classrooms became a more humane, more human. They didn't just teach the curriculum. They taught life skills. They helped these kids adjust to the life they were going to graduate into. And so I thank you for taking these children and giving them the respect they deserve and for honoring them for who they are. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for this opportunity to, uh, to tell our story. And everybody should look for Save Our Future Now, Invest in Youth. We'll be sending that at every place we can to raise $5 from everybody. That's what we're looking for, a pay it forward so the entire world can be part of helping our children and, saving the, and, and making peace a reality on the streets. Isn't that a beautiful statement, making peace a reality on the streets? And if you want to find out more, go to www.psgff.org. I'm Barbara Gahn-Mueller, and it's been an honor to interview Carol Kretschmann. It's been an honor to invite you back again. Every week we have a new podcast, and I don't do a lot of them each week because I want you to invite your friends to sit down and sit together at their own home. You don't have to be together anymore, but sit down with this video in front of you and listen to Carol and have a conversation on Zoom. And you can watch this on your own way in your own time and then have a conversation about how you can help our children of the street and how you can help Carol and view some of the videos that she's sending in. They're at your website, right? They're on my website. And if you want more information, you can contact me at Carol, C-A-R-O-L-E, at peacemakercorps.org. And that's C-O-R-P-S. And God bless you, Carol. Thank you for getting into my life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I want to thank you viewers for watching another episode of peacepodcast.org. Invite your friends to watch this and have that conversation because it's time. Thank you, Carol. Thank you, Barbara. My pleasure. Stay well. You too. 